When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy hump day. Donna and Steve here on my talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Ah, hey, Donna. Hey, happy uh, happy Wednesday. Yeah, it's the middle of the work week. That's Wednesday. why they call it hump day. Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. Is that like, why they call it hump day? Like a camel's back. Oh, yeah. yeah we're... We're... Where they store water, right? If that's to be believed. I'm Don't not... they store a lot of water in their humps? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? The, what, what really? Talking? I thought that was like the myth that we all believe. They I never heard that. water in those humps. Really? But that could be a total lie. Well, I may they have don't hold of... water, but they store fat. They store fat. Yes. Oh. Which they use for energy, as we oh. all do. Okay. okay. Next thing we know, these camels going to, you know, like Sonobello or something like that. They're getting their humps removed. <laughs> don't. We need it for energy. <laughs> That's fat is right. good, friends. Fat is a sustainable kind of energy. Oh but they do drink a lot of water, camels do. Really when they get they access it. to water, they chug that. Yeah, I don't know. But they that. don't store it in hump, like hump no. number two. And some camels are single hump, some are double hump. No. You're acting like they're water towers. Like, <laughs> Does like, your city have a camel? You put a tap on it and you're like, ah, oh, I'm so thirsty. I bring a camel to the party. <laughs> Thank God Let's there's a go, camel. Everybody. Here. Um, a typical camel can drink 200 liters of water in three minutes. Oh wow. my God. So, chug, chug, yeah, chug. Yeah, so that's where the misunderstanding comes from because wow. they can drink, but it's oh, I fat bet, in the hump. I bet when they when they urinate, they probably come off the ground. That stream oh, must be so pure. They're like power a, washing the sidewalk. <laughs> Making sure you put the right tip on. Yeah. Oh, camel dog. Love that on a Wednesday. We have so much to get to today. Uh, today at 1130 on Wednesdays, we play one of our absolute favorite games, and we love games on this show. It's yeah. called Whose Voice Is It Anyway? We will hear celebrity voices out of context. Yes. Be given a generic hint. Yes. And then you have to name that tune style. Determine how many seconds it will take you to identify the voice. And then we go back and forth and see who can do it in the fewest amount of seconds. That's at 1130. College Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030. Uh, We have things that happened last night with National Night Out that I want to get to. Okay. And I also saw someone. I saw a few people that I know yesterday at Vikings training camp. Uh And um, I heard about this downstairs. And I did something. That if you ever think it's a gimmick, what I what I, when I tell you about like when I see someone I know at a grocery store, <laughs> if you ever think that I'm making that up, I did something yesterday <gasps> that at 10:45 we will um, we'll have to find out if the my talker if you're with me. I feel like you hid. I feel like you hid. I hid. <laughs> 
Donna, Donna, listen to me. I hid, hear me now, while walking past the person with this big sun hat that I had. And then I had it back and then I saw somebody who I already knew was there because I had seen them earlier. And then and I hid that time too. I just looked away, you know, didn't make a thing because I'd hat on and sunglasses and a beard. If you haven't seen me recently, I'm pretty incognito in that kind of a situation. I oh, saw. Just save it. Just save it. When are we going to talk about this? Because we're going to get this person on the phone. Ten forty-five, and then we'll need to find out from my talkers. Would you have done what I did? Are you Team Steve or Team Normal Society? I think is the. There's, there's an exception. I would do what you did, but there's an exception in this case. Because we talk to this person every day. <laughs> that today at 1045. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, last um, night, National Night Out. Yes. Um, I had a hot dog. <laughs> I did it. That's a, I nice. was starving. I was like, I'm going to eat this beef hot dog. When's and the I, last time, for those who are new to the show, when's the last time you ate a full hot dog? Of your own volition. I like, think yes. it was also at National Night Out about five years ago. Okay. Maybe and, seven. Yeah, you've probably had less than 20 hot dogs your entire adult life. Adult life, yes. Yeah. How'd As it a go? kid, um, it was so good. <laughs> oh my God, it was so good. I feel real bloaty though right now. Oh, that's the but sodium that's and the chicken claws and all that yes. stuff. Oh, Some it was feather. all beef. All beef. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, the raccoon in it. Yeah. Oh, oh toenail clippings. Yeah, is that yes. gristle? That's just part of a paw. That's fine. Ah! Just keep chewing. Get uh, collagen in just there. Keep yeah, chewing. exactly. Anyway, so that happened. Great. Um, we tried something new, and it didn't. It flopped. Oh, the neighborhood swap. Yes, I think the mistake was it wasn't easily visible. It was in my driveway. And nobody brought anything. It was just the people in the circle who brought stuff. So this was where, like a curated garage sale, where each person brings just a couple of household items. Two things. Two things that you don't really use anymore, whatever. And then other people do. And then you can swap out. I brought two items. Oh, I'm going to take your item here and your item here. Yes. Great idea. Fun idea. Yeah, it was like, put your name on two items maximum. And then, you know, with the, I had little post-it notes out there. So what were your items? And then take them when you leave. <clears throat> I have a very nice um, laptop case. Okay. Very masculine. Okay. Nice. Um, and I had a circular saw. And nobody took those? No. So no I, I don't, nobody even wandered over there. So we need to make them more visible next time. Did anyone bring anything else? Or did you just, just look like just, the psycho who had no, a laptop there, there case were a few of us. and a circular there were like saw? <laughs> four of us brought stuff, I think, yeah. or five. So anyway, and then the bouncy house. In your yard. All of a sudden, we hear screaming, and we're like, what's going on? What's going on? The house had collapsed oh, on no. the kids. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, hell no, not oh. on my dime. Went sprinting. You've never seen me run so fast. Oh, wow. There were other people who like ran over, too, and just trying to lift it to get the kids out. And the, Donna's financially motivated at this point, only considering the insurance claim that's on her property. Only, Continue. Not only. I was worried about the safety of the children in general. Mm-hmm. And I think they were more just freaked out like that the thing came down. <laughs> two, two minutes later, it's back up. They're back in there. I'm guessing the, uh, the fan got disconnected from the Tubi thing. Yes. Yeah. And then it all goes down. Yes. Better than it flying away, Donna. We've yes. seen that sometimes. Yes, for sure. Anyway, how was yours? 
Um, it was really great. It was it was awesome. It was a really great good. turnout. You know, I just had one of those moments where I looked around and I thought, Americana, right here. Yes. There were fire trucks coming down. Yeah. There were uh, police officers coming down. Nice. My, my My son, uh, my youngest, Dev, who's three and a half, I watched him a couple times. You know, you're talking to adults and neighbors and all that, and then kids are coming yep. up. Dad, help me with it. Whatever. And so you're only sneaking glances away. But I snuck glances at Dev a few times and thought, look at this little guy. He is just so over the moon that all these people are out. Everybody's in a playful mood. He's like full of wonder. Then the police car. Then he's up on the fire truck wearing a fire helmet. He was just so, so happy about it all. So that was great. And then, yeah, you just chatted up with neighbors and it's great. First time for us, we had a um, canine Unit oh, fun. come out! So that's cool. What the, they do? Sniff the kids for drugs? Um, <laughs> what if funny, they stayed on Donna's leg a funny little you too said long? That. Yeah, <laughs> funny you say that. We were like, oh, arrest me. <laughs> um, no, uh, it was very fascinating to hear about this. I I came in on the tail end, but basically, this dog can sniff for computers, things like that, oh. where people maybe got rid of evidence. You know, and that type of thing. But anyway, it was it was fantastic. What if they would have acted? Yeah, yesterday was the first day I believe that it was legal to um, have yeah. marijuana. So that yeah. dog could have been all sorts of confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Monday night I met a bloodhound that oh, does the same sweet. thing, Neat. and a German Shepherd too, and they're a team. Wow, wow. that sounds like a animated movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it does, actually. Yeah. All right, we'll All write right. it in the break. All right, we got to go. Uh, when we come back, Donna's got another reason to love Taylor Swift. Yeah, I do. And something cool that Seth MacFarlane did. little celebrity good news when we return. Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. You know, Minnesota is known, of course, as the land of 10,000 lakes, boating, very popular activity here during the summer. So it's a good time to... Remember to be aware of how to stay safe on the water. Accidents can still happen because it turns out anyone can operate a watercraft as boating doesn't require a driver's license. And these accidents are typically caused by inexperienced boaters, mechanical problems, or boating under the influence. And unfortunately, the vast majority are alcohol-related. And stats show that an intoxicated boater is 10 times more susceptible to being hurt or killed than sober drivers. So remember that. And if someone is injured as a result of another's negligence, they would definitely want to contact an attorney with specific knowledge and experience. You can get a hold of Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and uh, set up a free consultation. He'd be happy to meet with you. You can find him at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hello, we're back. Donna and Steve. My Talk 107.1. May I deep tease? Yes, you may. We almost forgot this. Yesterday, during hour one, there was a topic of conversation that I had never tried caramel corn. That was revealed mid-conversation. Mid sure. And so uh, today at 9.45, we will do my official first taste testing of caramel corn from our oh, friends okay. at Popped Corn. Wonderful. Um, they, they brought in all sorts of stuff. It's so good. I gear up for this. Jeez Louise. Gear up for this now. Okay. More Taylor Swift news. In case you haven't heard the story, this is confirmed. Uh, Taylor Swift recently gave bonuses totaling over $55 million wow. to everyone working on her massive show. 
Wow. We're talking dancers. We're talking riggers, sound technicians. We're talking catering. Um, This is fantastic. She, um, it was previously reported that she gifted truckers on her tour $100,000 each ahead of her stop in Santa Clara over the weekend. And now we're hearing this. That's amazing. That's a ton of money. You know, it makes me wonder. You know what I hate? You ever wonder? Is the the artist is responsible for paying for the tour, or is it the record company? I would feel like that would be the record company. The record company, they're representing you, and so if they believe that a tour would be beneficial to increase record sales, right. they would foot the bill there. It's my understanding. Well, and a lot of folks, they do team up with... the. Uh, live event creators like a live nation or right. something like that and so i think there's a crossing of the t's and dotting the lowercase j's in that way. like who is it responsible for what yeah. and that type of thing okay hmm. i just i i think she's a class act i mean that's, that's awesome yeah that's fantastic i mean what's she gonna do with all that money you know if it's coming out of her pocket that's a that's a lot of money there right and You're- that shows appreciation i I think that's wonderful. Oh my gosh, absolutely! And you're a you're a notoriously bad tipper, and so does this challenge so you or true. sort of spur you into any action? Steve, yes, you can take a page out of Taylor's book <laughs> and share a little more of your um. What's the word I'm looking for? Your this is going well. Money, money is what I'm <laughs> money is what that. I'm saying. Wow. Your success, it's not the word, but your money. You know, <laughs> just want you to give up a little bit more of your money. This yes. coming from the woman who just recently did she agree to give me a million dollars if she won Powerball. By the way, Mega Millions is now up to $1.25 billion. I hope that the same thing exists that if you win the big dog yeah. i get a million i could be i could be a cabillionaire right now sitting here eating that slop i was eating <laughs> not knowing okay that was like an egg scramble or some yeah. sort of a breakfast skillet not slop <laughs> that brian that made sound like gruel okay. like she's getting food delivered to her cell that was a cafeteria they <laughs> no, made it, it to order it probably no they didn't no, okay. it was oh, okay. well, But anyway, terrible. but I um I watched Taylor's documentary and when she's in concert at the end she would be sitting at the piano and she would run down all the people who made the tour happen. Not by name, but saying I I have to say thank you to everybody. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because somebody put this stage together for me tonight. That's wonderful. Somebody, you know, drove the equipment and the staging here for tonight. So, yeah, I just think she's she's... A nice girl. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. I have another nice person in the world of celebrity. Oh. How about Seth MacFarlane? What did he do? You likely know him as the man behind Family Guy. Many voices of Family Guy. He's super talented. He just donated $1 million to the Entertainment Community Fund to aid industry workers during the strike. This on deadline this morning. That's amazing. Um, and this this goes to that Entertainment Community Fund, which will assist folks who are impacted by the ongoing SAG-AFTRA and Writers Guild strikes that are happening. So like to help them pay their rent or their mortgage. Their... Yeah, people in the union can reach out and be like, hey, you know what, this is a tough time here. Here's my situation. And that fund, which is able to then assist these people, is reliant on donations. They need they need capital investments uh, into that, and so they they got it to the tune of one million dollars from Seth MacFarlane. And this comes after we found out that Dwayne the Rock Johnson last week donated one million dollars to the SAG-AFTRA Foundation's Emergency Assistance Program. Well, I'm just bringing it up because I remember, I think it was earlier this week or, or last week when you said, yeah, didn't Dwayne Johnson give like $10,000? And so I just feel like I need to really specify. Okay. But even if he did, that's still that more money than they had. You know, I hate when people do that. Like, oh, this guy's so rich, he should give more. Who are you to tell him? I, how I'm much not money saying give? that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying don't say somebody donated $10,000 if they donated I'm a million. Sorry. Do you know how many $10,000? You have to have to go into a million dollars? Lots of zeros on that. $110,000. Yeah, that's $110,000. Yeah, math. No, it's very nice of him. Because the fund is distributing $400,000 to $500,000 per week right now. So compared to an average of $75,000 in the first half of of the year. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, uh, so the fund has nice. raised over six million dollars since May first, um, but thanks in large part to you know two big donations. Yeah, do you wonder are there? Yeah, listen, I don't want to do what you just said. We shouldn't do it. I agree with you because people give money in all sorts of ways. But we've only heard from Seth MacFarlane and Dwayne the Rock Johnson giving a million dollar donation. Would any other people mm-hmm. who are standing out there and picketing or or tweeting about it would they be? well served to pony up some cash and donate to the fund i mean if, if it's they're only able a, if they're able but i'm talking about like the ultra wealthy yeah and who's to say that they haven't maybe they don't need their name in headlines for making a donation that's there's a possibility but we're only at 6.3 million raised okay so that's true so i don't know i'm just putting it yeah, out a there. little mega rich peer pressure never hurt anybody yeah Come on, you know what i'm saying yeah it's like wait a second you can't outgive me that's where we want celebrities being petty in who gives the most. Yes. That would be great. Yeah, that'd be super. I, I, there are two fun lists today that I want to get to. Uh, America's favorite TV families. There was mm. a list that ranked them. And then there was a little list of America's favorite TV best friend duos. Okay. So I we'll go it. through both of those. When we come back, Don and Steve on my talk. You guys are my buddies. My Thank name is you. Steve. Talking to the listener this time, Donna. Okay. And every time... 
The Canopy Group. I love them because what they do is they save you, our listeners, money all the time. Why? Because, well, they have a different way of doing insurance. Homeowners insurance, automobile insurance, recreational vehicle, maybe the motorcycle, uh, the boat, whatever it might be. They just want to help you out. And here's how they do it. They have 16 different insurance companies that they go to whenever you reach out to them. So you'll chat with them be like, hey, here's my situation. Need these cars covered. Need this house covered. And they say, all right, great. Hang on a second. Turn out to those 16 insurance companies and say, here's their situation. Who among you can help them in the best way possible? Meaning giving them the best coverage and giving it to them at the best price. New customers end up as a result of that saving over $800 when they make the switch. We've had listeners who said, wait, I saved over like $1,200 and I got better coverage. And when I had to make a claim, it was such an easy breezy situation. Why don't you start saving today? Go to thecanopygroup.com. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show. My talk 1071, where talk is fun. Coming up at 1045, Donna. I confess something that I did yesterday when I saw someone I know in public. I'm not proud of it. I actually thought on the, usually I just, I'm like, I will talk about whatever happens in life, whatever. But on the way in, I thought, do I want to address this? And then I thought, you know, it'll be interesting to see where everybody lands. Especially because I talked to this person this morning and they said, hey, wait a second, was Steve at at camp, at Vikings Vikings training camp camp yesterday? Uh And I was like, he sure was. He's like, I saw a picture of him on Instagram. And I was like, I was there at that exact same time. (laughs) And I'll just say, I had two separate opportunities. We'll get into that today at 1045. Okay. That'll Meanwhile, be a good time to call this person because this person won't be too busy, I don't think, at that time. That's correct. Okay. Uh, there are two fun lists that came out regarding television. You have a television, yes, Donna? I do, What's actually. What's the current count of televisions that you have in your property? There was a time, I think you downsized, but there was a time where you had one in almost every room. I'll count my Four. Yeah, I had four. I have two. You have two TVs in your house now. Yes, one in the kitchen and one in the, let's call it the den, the family room. Where were the other two that you got rid of? My bedroom and guest room. What made you get rid of those? I got rid of the person who wanted it in the room. <laughs> <laughs> when was that? 2012. Okay. Okay, yeah. We have one, two... Yeah, we have, we have four. We have what you used to have. Basement area, like a gaming one. Yeah. Living room. We do have one in the bedroom. And then we have like this loft space that just goes so underutilized. Mm-hmm. It becomes like a giant laundry folding area. But wow. there's one there that we haven't turned on in a year. I watch a lot of stuff on my laptop. Like TV. Yeah, that's Dream. interesting that you do that at home. That feels like a hotel activity. Really? Yeah. Well, like, I'm a gonna, hotel comes with a TV. Yeah, but the, not all hotels come with YouTube or, you know, uh, Netflix. They're not all smart TVs. Okay. And so that feels, that's interesting. The laptop at home is uh, an interesting thing. Yeah. But you do it in your room, right? Uh, mostly Probably in, your in bedroom. my bedroom. So, if not, I'll be in a big oversized chair on the second level which is actually the third technically i guess but yeah sometimes i'll just sit on a big oversized chair while roomie's watching something 
downstairs, I'll watch something upstairs. Huh. And I don't want to. Sometimes if I'm in my bed watching, I feel like I'm in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people can spend that much time in their bed. I need some ice chip. <laughs> you don't want a bed rod anytime soon. No, we we're talking about bed rod. That's right. Okay. Um, a couple of lists regarding television. All right, let's do it. Uh, the favorite TV families and then favorite TV best friend duos. Why don't we make it a little bit of a guessing game? Love what do you it. think? Favorite TV families. We have 10 on the list. How many can you get? Roseanne's family. The Connor family did not make the list. Wow. Oh, for one. That's surprising to me. Brady Bunch, of course. The Brady Bunch came in at number three. Okay. Yeah, big money. Donna. Donna. Nice, Holly, nice have guess, you looked at this Donna. list? I have not. Would you like to participate? Okay. I'm going to give you a hint. There, There is a family that makes the list two separate times. Oh. Featured in two separate shows. Oh. One from years gone by and one from last year. And it was a big one. What family would have been voted the favorite family? This is recent memory bias here for this coming in at number one on the list. But uh, favorite TV family, two separate times, technically two different shows, but the same family featured in these shows. I know. I know. I know it. Go, Donna. Got it. It's got to be because Wednesday was such a big hit. The Adams Family. Nice job. On this, that was a good hint. This list, yeah. there you go. It does make me question the whole list that number one is the Adams family from Wednesday. So that's recency yeah. bias. Yeah, right? that is. Uh, all right, but you got Adams family two times on the list. You got the Brady Bunch. Give me some more. Favorite TV families is what we're trying to get. We have 10 of them. Simpsons. Yes, number yeah. two on the Woo! list. Way to go. Yeah. Good job. Oh. There's another one that starts with the letter. Actually, there are quite a few. Oh, this is interesting. Quite a few that start with the letter B. Um, so you have the Bradys. Okay. Think of not so Brady. If the Bradys were polite and well-mannered oh, okay. and all of that. Then, then we're talking about the Bundys from Mary yeah! Big money, it. big money. Alan Pegg, the Bundy family, came in at number four. The Adams family from the Adams family is number five. So we go Adams family, Simpsons, Brady Bunch. Bundy's, the Adams family again. Now we get to six to ten. Oddly, there are three more families with the last name starting with the letter B. What? That must be a Ooh. thing. All right, I got one. Okay. okay. How about the Barones from Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. Show good me one. the Barones. Ding ding ding. Yeah. Yeah, the they Barones. were very realistic. I thought. Yes. Uh-huh. Their style of communication. Yes. The dialogue. It all felt the very. The sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah. The Barones, number six. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'm just gonna help you here. The seven through ten. There will, will be two families whose last names start with the letter T, and there will be two who start with the letter B. All right. That's I want to work on the B. Okay. Right, do it. I think it's B. 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 Mm, I'm going to need a second letter. <laughs> um, what if I said, I don't know that you've watched this show. Um, the theme song, the opening credits theme song was Forever Young. Great show. Really? Featured um, featured a local actor. Was on for, oh gosh, maybe seven or eight years. After it, shortly after it went off the air, 
another family drama came on on the same network, and many people said it sort of filled that same void of what they were looking for. I don't know that show. one. How about Bunkers? The Bunkers. Oh, we're shifting one. from the the hint and going Bunkers. Show me, family. show me Bunkers. No! Damn it. Yeah, your hints are Yeah, this one's a tough one. All right, I'm going to give you that one. This is the Braverman family from Parenthood. Don't know them. Great Mm -hmm. family vibe there. People love that show. Again, felt very realistic, their style of communication. Really, I really like that show. Um, Okay, so we have the Braverman. How about Think Will Smith? I don't know the name of the family. Holly, can you get it? It would be the Banks family. The Banks family. Big money. Big money. Honey. We have two T families out there. We're talking about the favorite, uh, your favorite TV families of all time by some obscure list. And we have two more families. We've already gone through the Adams family from Wednesday, the Simpsons, the Brady's from the Brady Bunch, the Bundy's from Married with Children, the Adams family again, this time from the Adams family. Then the Barones from Everybody Loves Raymond, the Bravermans from Parenthood, the Bankses from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. There are two families left on the list. Think 90s sitcoms. Okay. It got that one. Starts at the letter T. Both of their last names start with the letter. These are the T families. Two from the 90s. Show uh, me the Tanners from Fail. Yes! We got the Tanners. Yes! Yes! yes. Very good. Very yes. good guess. This last one, it's just, it, it'll be, it's right there. There was, I, there may have been a brief time where it, Occupied a space on TGIF. I'm not, not, no, no, no. I want to take that back. I believe this was a Tuesday and Wednesday night show. Went on for about nine seasons. ABC sitcom. Favorite TV families. Last name starts with T. Oh. The main character was a local television star in the show. Local television star. Okay. I was going to say Family Ties. Not family, family Ties. Mm. I think 90s Dang. sitcom. It featured, the show also famously featured a neighbor whose identity was never revealed you got during it, Donna. the show. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, let, wait, wait. We're in the 90s, right? We're in the 90s. Neighbor. Uh? Oh, what's their, what was their family name? I don't know. Please welcome Tim the Toolman. Tim! Oh. <laughs> never watched the show. Oh, Donna. No, never watched it. I get it. I, I yeah. just, my dad watched it. Oh, I love that show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, gosh. We used to watch that as a family. Yes. Oh, I, cute. I used to record it when my dad was out of town traveling. He wanted us to record it on VHS while he was gone. So I was like in charge of recording it on Tuesday nights. Oh, my gosh. So cute. Uh, we don't have time to do it as a guessing game. Do you have a favorite TV best friend duo from television lore? Fred and Barney. Fred good and one. Barney. That good is a one. good guess. Did did not make the oh, list. Oh no! Uh, how about Beavis and Butthead? Uh, did not make the wow. list. Thank you, ladies, for these two animated guesses. <laughs> I will run them down real quick. We've got Olivia Benson and Elliot Stabler. Stabler from Law and Order. Okay. Wednesday and Enid from Wednesday. Okay. Recency bias. Walter White and Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Rachel and Monica from Friends. Okay. Robin and Steve from Stranger Things. Cute. Yeah, that's cute. 
Chandler and Joey from Friends. See, I didn't know who was best friends on that show. They Poor the, Phoebe. She gets left out. Yeah, well, they, we're going with the roommates, you know, and then there was Phoebe lived okay. some other places. Sometimes Ross lived other places. Uh, Corey and Sean from Boy Meets World, a show you've never seen an episode no, of. That is true. Great show. <laughs> Jerry and George from Seinfeld. Cute. Laverne and Shirley. Absolutely. And finally, Kevin and Paul from The Wonder Years. Aww. Also, mm-hmm. feels like this is a good time to remind anyone who fell for the myth in the 90s, early 2000s that Paul from The Wonder Years grew up to, in fact, be Marilyn Manson. That's not, <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's true, right. but it wrecked, it wrecked me emotionally for about a week. Paul's so, the one who's got, like, he's kind of Italian. Yeah, but he's more, more Bada bing, bada boom. Not so much that. He's dorky. He's the, uh, the, the, the thick rim glasses with the oh. tape in the middle. He's this nerdy guy. And then you're like, he grew up to be Marilyn Manson. <laughs> it was this rumor that just like floated around some urban legend. Yeah, That's things great. got weird on the playground. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. All right, thank you. Uh, when we come back, I've never tried caramel corn. This became a thing yesterday on the show, and so we said, well, we'll get caramel corn today. I'm going to taste test it live, and I'm not going to hold anything back, Donna. Okay. When we return, Donna and Steve on my talk. All righty, then. Donna and Steve are about to taste test something. Did we get some to Holly? Okay, great. Yeah, Holly, Holly's got Oh, some. everyone gets a bag? This is amazing. We're all loaded for bear. Listen, I'll be giving mine away because the, the, the fact of the matter is... You don't like the smell. I don't like flavored popcorn outside of kettle corn. That's it for me. That's the beginning and the end of non-traditional popcorn. I, I'm on the record as saying I prefer generic microwave low-fat popcorn. Okay, but... These are like natural ingredients. Oh, I understand. Listen, let me let me read to you a little something. Okay. Um, our friend Sue at Popcorn, we've broadcasted there before for some Santa stops in the past. Hey, Donna, <laughs> could you let me get into the segment before you actively you even hit the sounder yet. crunch right into <laughs> the microphone gonna... like we're doing fully over there? You yell at me if I swallow my water I loud do. enough, just trying to hydrate. Now you're crunching like a big dog. <laughs> Just kill your mic for a second, and then I'll tell the story. Unbelievable. So I said, look, I don't like popcorn. People know that. Outside of just regular popcorn um, and kettle corn. Then caramel corn comes up in conversation. I was like, I don't even know what that is. I've never had it. I have no idea what it tastes like. Nothing comes to mind. Holly and Donna's heads fall flat off their body. Just roll, roll right down the hallway. <gasps> so then we're like, well, wait, you got to try this. You got to try this. So our buddy Sue is so nice from popcorn. She was like, hey, look, I can send you guys stuff. Uh, she says, "I'm so, sent us a little letter, which is nice. I'm so happy that I can expand Steve's popcorn experience. Is, if Steve is going to taste caramel corn for the first time, I'm glad it's ours. Made with brown sugar, butter, and our buttery popcorn to create this candy-coated deliciousness. Caramel corn is one of our best sellers, so much so that Marcus, our chief popcorn maker, has to make several batches a day. Now, she said, look, I agree with Steve. Sometimes people can think a cheese popcorn smells kind of yucky. At Popcorn, in Minnetonka, by the way, we don't use powdered cheese. We use real cheese. We melt it. We add seasonings, depending on the flavor. Then we pour in white or buttery popcorn to tumble it in our cheese mixer. Happy snacking. Best to you all, Sue. Thanks, Sue. Thank you, Sue. Really nice of you to do this. Really nice of you to have a local business step up. Let me help you here. So, So, again, she has sent me a bag that... 
I'm going to give to one of you guys because I'm going to try this caramel corn and then I'm going to live my life the way that I want to after that. Unless, <laughs> unless there's kettle corn in there. I'll keep the kettle corn. Um, I okay, don't, so there is kettle corn in there. There is kettle corn. Yeah. Oh, God bless it. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I have and COVID. You know, the salt. <laughs> Donna. Okay. Donna <laughs> Valentine. Can you listen up for a minute? <laughs> oh, you're getting the hand claps. Can you please? Let's just reset two things you've done during this segment. Okay, as she's very audibly crunching still. So you start chewing the popcorn loudly in your microphone before we've even introduced that we're eating the popcorn and taste testing it. That is correct. Then the next thing I hear from you is, (laughs) I think I have COVID. So what the hell am I supposed to do right now? Continue with the popcorn? I wasn't tasting it. Or ask you about... (laughs) I couldn't taste any flavor and I... Got me a little worried. <laughs> well, some of these concerns we could just we could just hang on to them real tight till commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're okay. fine. You're okay. fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's well, fine. Steve, do you have that bag of caramel? I have corn caramel in front corn of you? right in front of me. Yeah, it's I'm glistening. Gonna... It's, yeah, it's, it's a nice, uh, tightly, mm-hmm. it is tightly packed yeah. bag. You know that this bag is not like when you get a bag of chips at the store. And it's eight feet tall. Oh, right. And you've got it's like six inches of Doritos. <laughs> right. The rest is just air. Oh, thank, thanks so much, Frito Lay. Appreciate the air from your factory. All right, let's <laughs> open this here. All right, first, first, I'm going to smell it. I'm going to do the full right. experience. Um, I've got a nose of popcorn here. That's my top note I'm getting is popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This looks like it's going to be a hard situation because this, this is intentionally, I'm not going to bite into a soft kernel here, I don't think, because it's caramel coated and it's sort of hardened. Yes. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to eat this. I'm trying not to crunch, and oh, now I'm just sucking it. So, Steve, describe your hesitation about eating this. Um, first and foremost, I don't want to. That's the predominant feeling I'm having right Is it now. Because, it just feels feeling, like it's going to taste yeah. kind of caca. Uh, are you feeling peer pressured? Is that it too? Are you are you bristling against Donna and I's uh, insistence that you try? Um, so good. There's certainly a, a, an element of that as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm getting forced in oh, into yeah. doing this, oh, and so so good, Steve. But I'm doing it for for the good of the for the good of the show for the people out there, maybe like me, who are hesitant, not just perhaps in trying caramel corn, but in trying something new. Right? Yeah. Let's expand. Yeah. This is about growth. Growth, yes. Donna. Yes. Okay. Let's Growth. do it. Here we go. All right. He's got it in his mouth. He's crunching, mm-hmm. as you can hear. Mm-hmm. Just give me a second. Yeah. Okay. You have to. You have to have like a whole handful. I need another one in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get the full experience. Mm. Yeah. By the way, they have amazing flavors aside from. Oh my goodness. Car- caramel corn. They've got. Dill. We are spoiled. Cheese. I know. There's dill, pickle, kettle corn, the Vegas mix, which is cheese, caramel, and butter. Amazing. I love it. Uh, Sea salt and cracked pepper I've got here. Mm -hmm. Now, the review that I'm going to give is my subjective, how much I liked it. Okay. Based on what my tastes are. I'm going to go a four out of ten. Okay, so it's just not your thing. It's just not my That's thing. That's not your... It's just not... Okay. Now I need to cleanse my palate with my kettle corn. Oh, you... Okay. Yeah, there's right. my kettle corn. Yeah, I'm not a caramel corn guy. All right. That's I'm not good. a caramel corn guy. Well, we've established that. And it's good... Ever- Steve, doesn't it feel good to have some self-awareness about that? 
Because now you can say with confidence. With confidence, not fear. Not fear. You can just say, you know what? It's not for me, but Mm -hmm. I've tried it. I've tried caramel corn. Now there's kettle corn. Now you can say that. I can finish this whole bag of kettle corn by the end of the segment. Okay. Good to know. I like kettle corn. You know what? Movie theaters should offer kettle corn. They should. I agree with you. What? What? Uh, I do want to try one more. <laughs> now, <laughs> they have this sea salt and cracked pepper. I'm Ooh, interested huh? in that because that seems. Hey, I'll give you a hot tip on these oh, wow. two. Okay. I um, sometimes will go into popped corn, Minnetonka, mm-hmm. and I will buy a bunch of bags and I will put it in my freezer. Okay. And then that way I always have a treat in there if I want it. You just take it out like half hour before you want to nosh. Remember? No, oh, forgot. We outlawed that one. We out. We don't like that word. Steve doesn't like nosh. Nosh. Hey, you guys want to come over? I'm having a cookout. We'll nosh on some of these wieners. Mm, nah. I feel like noshing is more like snacking. Yeah. To me, that's funny. Noshing to me sounds more like open mouth, lip smacking, meat shards going in the air. That's really been my version of what I think nosh is. You want to nosh? And don't say za. Don't say you want to have some za. I want to. I want to palm your face and push you away Who from me. Who are you hanging out with yeah. that says that? Who says that? That's my cousin Ryan. I love him, but he says za. Yeah, and you get mad when I say, "Let's order a pie." Yeah, stop it, Mario Brothers. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, easy, that's Luigi. I can't help that. That's how I grew up with just going. What do you? Let's get a pie from Roses. Okay. It just feels very put on. It feels very oh like God. you're auditioning. <laughs> For an Italian role. Okay, that's because you are very generic. (laughs) (laughs) You are like a generic human, very white. I'm like the original original avatar that you get on a video game before they've dressed it up. And I'm sort of, Donna, I'm just standing there, like bouncing back and forth. Ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. Let's see if he looks better in a hat. No, take the hat off. That looks bad. How would he look with a beard? Uh, Um, Anyway. Right. Thanks to Sue. Yeah, I'll thank never, you, Sue. I'll never eat caramel corn again from anyone. Uh, but if I had to, I'd eat it from Sue at popcorn. That was nice. Okay, so Sarah says it's caramel. Popcorn is just the vessel, kind of like French fries are just the vessel for ranch dressing. That per- Sarah's nuts. Sarah? Because if you're if you're trying to bring fries in as merely a vessel, yeah, that's true. And there's such a variety of different fries. Go ahead and get the fresh cut French fries from the state fair and tell me that's just a vessel to ketchup. Oh, that is delightful. No. You don't like those fries? Oh, love Holly? those fries. Oh. I was just thinking vessel is like JoJo potato because you got to cover it up somehow. <laughs> yeah, those oh. things are nasty. JoJo <sighs> potato. What's JoJo potato? <sighs> is it like a? It's like a big chunk of like potato <laughs> fried. They're nasty. Oh, you never even heard of it. Those. I had a oh. thick wedge yesterday. Kind of like Don't a JoJo potato. Thick wedge. What does that mean? I had a thick wedge yesterday, and I'm not going to hide it or apologize. <laughs> okay. I think I had JoJo potatoes yesterday at Vikings training camp, where I avoided someone. That's there at 10:45 at Dirt Alert next.